Will Gunner being labeled a snitch affect his career? Um, it. I think that's to be determined. I think it's definitely people looking at him different, but I don't think it's gonna, I don't know if it'll affect him because we already see the turn, the turn of that, right? We're on the other side of it in the sense that um, people already listening to this new album and they love this new album. Will he shake the title? I don't know. That remains to be seen because we'll see whatever Thug got something coming out. We don't yeah. know who's on it. He also shared promo for it. Yeah. Maybe he's on it. I think a lot of people, if he is on it, are gonna kinda um kinda um pit that against themselves because they already have already taken such a strong stance and say, yo, fuck gonna we rolling with Thug, even though Thug's side hasn't been officially announced. Like we don't know yeah, where Thug stands with Gunna. So it, I would just say it remains to be seen. Right. Um, I don't think it is going to affect him at all. Like not not much. I think mm -hmm. that he's going to be fine. I think um, his label is still going to be behind him as long as he's uh, as long as he's like producing like good product. Like I, like a, a music label don't give a fuck if you if you snitch or not. They just want to know if you put out good music. Mm -hmm. His peers. It's unfortunate. Um, you know that like you know like there's. Uh, taking sides and everything like that especially in this situation like you know like at one point in time like there literally was the whole campaign warner brother stop snitching mm -hmm. and like now pretty much like you know people look at it that way gonna has his version of it where he's like technically i didn't snitch whatever right mm -hmm. i just think that especially with the release of um his newest project like he he still got one of his producers he ain't got wheezy but he got turbo Mm -hmm. So his sound ain't dip off. Mm -hmm. His subject matter ain't dip off, and it's the number one album on on, on Apple Music. Mm -hmm. So what's gonna happen if he came out and dropped a complete dud? Then that would be a problem. But I just think that you know he has a fan base and he makes music that people enjoy, and it's a vibe. And the summer's here. Mm -hmm. I think he's fine. I I think it doesn't affect him at all. I think only way. I, you wanna know what would be a big dick if Young Thug comes out and says, This guy betrayed me <laughs> and he's a snitch. Yeah. If Young Thug comes out and says that Gunna became if he if Young Thug comes out and says, Gunna betrayed me, he's a snitch. Don't don't listen to his music, don't rock with him, that might be a problem. But that will also be hurting Young Thug's pockets. Yeah. I think I think in a sense, um this is forcing a lot of people because at first the time the the conversation is becoming about like, well, I'm not a street person. Mm -hmm. I'm glad as a regular civilian, I enjoy this album. Like people are saying things like that. Yeah. So it's also making people be realize that they shouldn't be saying shit that they can't relate to, mm -hmm. or they shouldn't be involved in things that they can't relate to. Cause people, you know, growing up as an early hip hop fan, this no snitching thing was a was a huge deal huge and then now i think there's a realization that's coming with this now that it shouldn't even matter to you if you're not in the streets and you don't live that street lifestyle this shouldn't matter to you so now people are just being more real with their stances yeah and so, I, like yeah like that's what i'm saying like on certain things it's just like you know people could say like yo snitching is bad don't do this but it's just like does it really affect you mm -hmm. And then that's like where you could take it. But at the same time, like there's some people that really stand on that and they're just like, yo, like, nah, you don't snitch. You mm -hmm. don't tell, like, no matter what, you don't condone it, all of that shit. And then you just gotta really think about like, all right, like, you know, what like what do I really like care about or whatever like that? That's just that's no different than like 
a person saying they still listening to R. Kelly. There's some people like, right? There's, there are some people that won't listen to Gunna, but will listen to R. Kelly and champion R. Kelly. Yeah, which is crazy. Which is crazy. That's them. That's them. Um, that's them old heads too. <laughs> it, it usually be them old heads that that like that that know that street lifestyle, but then they can't separate certain shit. And it's just y'all niggas weird. Yeah, man. You know. So, um, let us know what you think in the comments. I would I would love to see what y'all think in the comments. Yeah, let, no, us know let, us know. Think, let us know if y'all think. Let us know if y'all think Gunner's Welcome to Rap in Order, the interrogation of a hip-hop album, where we take some of the culture's most beloved hip-hop albums, put them on the stand, see if they stood the test of time. Now let's see who we got on the stand today. Welcome to another episode of Rap in Order. I'm First Class Reg. And I'm Tori and V. Today, today we're getting into an album that came out in 2020. Funny enough, when when I recommended that we do this album, I was like, damn, this shit came out in 2020? Because we know how chaotic that yeah. was. Two months later, obviously, we went into the lockdown. But this album didn't um this album still did its thing despite despite us having like a um a dry spell with music and there being like a down period um this album still still managed to stand out that year mm -hmm. um this album still got heavy rotation um at the time us at first class we were doing um we were doing a free lunch playlist and there were a few songs that made it on here or made it on there at the time like every other week or so and this artist in general, he was just killing shit that year. Um, and his affiliations. And then, you know, obviously we know that, uh, you know, he spent some time away, 10 months to be exact, mm -hmm. while he was away. His name was still out here. He got the snitch label put on him. Um, his, uh, his, his mentor, so to speak, uh, is still locked away. And if you can't, Guess, or if you haven't guessed who we're talking about by this time, we're talking about Gunner. Sergio Kitchens. Sergio Kitchens. What a cool-ass name. Yeah, right? From um, Gunner. Right? Why is his rap cool name not name. Sergio Kitchens? That's like, that's like uh, what you call it? Um, A Boogie. A Boogie's real name is Artist. Yeah, like what? Like, like that's your real name, bro? Like, just roll with that. That mm -hmm. shit is fire. But anyway, so Gunner. Talking about Gunna, Gunna released Wanna in 2020, like we said, uh, and it featured Young Thug, Travis Scott, Roddy Rich, Lil Baby. Um, production from his uh, his main his his main guys at the time. You know, you had Wheezy, you had Turbo on here, you had Take Keith on here. Uh, really, really, really big album for him, um, and this was his second album. Um, 18 tracks. What did you think of Wanna? Did you give it a listen back then? I listened to it when it first dropped. Um, I always listened to Sergio Kitchens. Mm -hmm. I always listened to him because I have younger cousins that are like in their 20s still and are big Gunner fans. Like mm -hmm. they're, they're huge Gunner fans. So they always like are talking to me about it in the family group chat. So then I wind up getting talk, listening to it so I can at least critique it and say if I like it or not. Mm -hmm. And with this project, like uh, like my cousins were really going like crazy for this album. Um, I remember originally when, when it was first coming out, it was supposed to be called Drip. Mm -hmm. 
And like my cousins kept saying, drip on the way, drip on the way. And I was just like, all right. Um, shout out to Dorian. Uh, I was like, all right, it's coming. Yeah, we'll 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 get it. We'll Eventually, see how it we'll, goes. We'll, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> and um, I remember like just like the anticipation, and then like I think it got pushed back because he announced that it was coming out, and then it got pushed back, and then there were like uh, I believe like there were like certain like clearances that was a problem, or whatever. So when we when we finally got it, and I listened to it, like I I didn't. You all know that the thing with, with Gunner Projects that's odd for me. He makes great projects, like, mm-hmm. but it's just that, like, you can't, like, he's not re. He, I'm not, impre- I'm not impressed. Mm-hmm. Like, he doesn't blow me away, but he makes good, like, he makes good vibe, like, vibe music. Yeah, and he's just like a very materialistic guy, and he's going to talk Super about materialistic. Yeah, just talk about you know being like he he coined himself the best dressed um, rapper on the planet, like, you know, that's just, like, his shit, like, that's just, like, how he gets down, mm-hmm. and he's just, like, very, like, he sells being cool, so, and it's funny, because you think about it, like, it's kind of like what Jay-Z did a little bit, obviously, like, there was, there were more layers to Jay, but at base value, it's just like, yo, I, I dress better than everybody, like, I, I, I'm, I'm the coolest, mm-hmm. and all of that shit, right, so, when I listen to this project, like, I couldn't, I, I hate that, like, when I don't, when I'm stuck in between, I'm like, yo, I don't hate it. But like I don't love it either, but I know mm-hmm. it's good. Like mm-hmm. I hate I hate being stuck in that. And that's what I got off the first listen. And then when I did the listen for this, for for, for this episode, I was just like, okay, like I, I get it. Like he created like a, a little niche in hip hop for himself and um that um him, Wheezy, and who's the other producer? Uh he got you got Turbo. Him and no, you so got, Weezy yeah. and Weezy and Turbo. Mm-hmm. So him we like him we I think him Weezy and Turbo are the the architects of like what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Weezy no longer fucks with him, but Turbo is on the new project. Yeah, actually, I wanted to ask: Did you listen to the new project? I did. Yeah, um, gift and the uh, gift and the curse. I think yeah. it's called. Um, yes, I did listen to it. First time I listened to it, I'm not gonna lie. I was like, I'm not in the mood for this, and I cut that shit off. Yeah, and then I went back to it because. I think I was trying to listen to it when I went for a run. I was like, I usually like breaking new albums in when I run because mm-hmm. I'm fully listening because I'm ignoring what I'm doing, the activity. Mm-hmm. I'm just listening and I'm just running. But I couldn't get into it. It just wasn't my vibe. But then I listened to it again. It's a good album. Like And, and everything that's around it, you know, when you think about the case with Gunna um, and seeing how shit is playing out where everybody is kind of against them and then you look at the album... You go from this album where you have all these super fucking superstars. You got Thug, you got Baby, you got Roddy Rich, you got Travis Scott, you got uh, the Deluxe, you got Future, you got Nav, you got Uzi. So like you go from that to this album that he just released where it has it no features. Has no features, literally just him. It's just him. 15 tracks. And he's getting to it. He's talking about... He's still on his materialistic shit, like how you said with... Uh, that. That's his whole shtick. Uh-huh. But... He has this other added layer to his to his uh to him as an artist where he's like, well, it's me against the rest of y'all niggas. Yeah, y'all don't fuck with me, but so y'all I know who my real friends are. Y'all can't fuck with me, mm-hmm. and I know I know who my real friends are. I know who fucks with me, and he still managed to get into a different pocket. And yeah. it's a good album. That yeah. shit, that shit was really really dope. And I think it's unfortunate, but this is the. Maybe this is what he needed to elevate him a little bit Yo, as an artist. I'm gonna tell you one thing. What I think, I personally think that, obviously, 
the circumstances are bad, but this might be one of like a blessing in disguise. Let me say the best, not not the best thing to happen to him, but it's a blessing in disguise for the simple fact that like now like his artistry might change. Yeah. So he might grow as an artist. Mm -hmm. Like his subject matter might change because on this project, you know, he talked about being sad and dealing with like, you know, he's losing friendships. He mm -hmm. might people looking at him differently. Like, uh, you know, he might not be able to go to the same places. People that he thought like, were gonna be like his brothers for life and that he done everything with don't fuck with him no more. Mm -hmm. So I think that. You know, sometimes you got to go through loss to, like, grow as an artist. And I think what's going to happen with Gunner is eventually, you know, the label, he's an asset to the label. They're going to, like, try to, like, help him cross over and, like, probably, like, just make him more of in the lane of, like, pop artists. And not, like, what I'm saying, like, cheesy pop songs, but, like, basically, like, a hook man. Like, a yeah. man that, you know what I'm saying, can, like, help other artists, like, craft into, like, what they're doing. And then, like, he just become an artist and, like, step away from, like, all the street shit completely. Yeah, I really see that happening, and I think it's a real thing. I think that he's just, you know what I'm saying, he's going to just move further into just being, like, good at an artist and mm -hmm. making, like, basically, like, in, like, a realm of, like, a, like a Will I Am. Yes. Okay, I can see that. And I'm just noticing, um, wow, I have two people on his latest album that I went to school with, like, as mm. far as, um, well, not school with, one I went to school with, shout out to Omar Grand. Um, went to one forty four together, and then Pooh, I went to school with his uh, with his older brother. Rest in peace, Nunu. This is crazy. Hmm. Shout out to them. That's cool. They doing their thing. Um, but in the fold of Wanna, um, when it came out back then, uh, twenty twenty was a was a rough year for obvious reasons. But like I said, like he kind of still pierced through. Like you could not escape Gunna. Like mm -hmm. you just couldn't. Um, he was everywhere. You know, Thug was everywhere, and the consistency was there for Young Stoner life. Um, do you think, uh, where do you think, actually, no, never mind. I'll ask that later. We're going to get into the album first. We'll get into the album first? Yeah, okay. we'll get into the album first. I was about, I was about to ask another question. I was like, oh, let's talk about the album first. Yeah, maybe okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, okay, what stands out for you for this album um, in regards to, like, how... His newer album is, because you gave that one a listen, right? Mm -hmm. Compared to this one. Do you think this one obviously was more flashy? Nah, actually, no. I, I'll be honest with you. Me and LaShawn had this back and forth. Um, like, LaShawn was saying that his sound ain't going to be the same. It's going to sound different. And when I listened to it, I was like, oh, shit. Turbo, like, did what he, his part, like, Turbo did what he was supposed to do. Uh, it doesn't, it sounds like a Gunner album. It doesn't, it doesn't sound like, it doesn't sound like it was missing anything. Mm -hmm. Maybe a Young Thug feature. Mm -hmm. And maybe a young Thug, like I always since Gunner has come out, I've always anticipated to hear his features from 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 Young Thug and from Lil Baby. Mm -hmm. That's it. Besides that, no, nothing. Yeah, no, it still stays. Yeah. He still stays on track. I agree. Yeah. Um, I think for for the Wanna album, it was kind of like when he, when you listen to his new album and then you listen to to the Wanna album, it is a lot of surface shit, you know. But he raps. And he sounds really well. Gunna's not one. I will say Gunna's not one of those artists that you should be listening to for um, for deeper content in any way. It's super. It's just yeah. a vibe. It's yeah. a very leveled out. Absolutely, like, yeah, like literally a vibe. Yeah, it's just a vibe. You play it, and there, and there's certain situations. If you're getting dressed, if you're about to go out for the night, you would probably play Gunna. Yeah, if you're I, on the beach, yeah. if you're with some homies, y'all having drinks. You could play Gunner. It's very situational vibes. Yeah. Like, that's 
what he does. Like mm-hmm. um, even like uh, when they, people were asking like, "Yo, what is what is want to stand for?" He was saying that like his it's his alter ego. And in my head, I was like, "What the fuck is the difference between Gunner and Wanna?" Like yeah. nothing. Literally, he's just a play on his name. Like he was like, "Well, you know, Wanna is is, is more focused, and you know, like he's really flashy." Because, you know, said. Gunner is just flashy. And then, like, he had, like, it's called a uh, wealthy, unapologetic yep. nigga naturally authentic. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, that's mm-hmm. that's great. But, like, bro, it's just you. Yeah, it's just him. Like, you know, like, what? There's no difference. Yeah, there's and no alter ego. And I think down ego. the line in rap, too, the meaning of alter ego just got blent, just lost its Yo, it, it bro, lost its I ain't going to lie. When I saw that interview, because there's a documentary mm-hmm. on the one up project. I was so mad when he said that shit. Like, wait, what, my nigga? Like, no, like, there's nothing different about what the yeah. fuck wanna, between Wanna and Gunna. Wanna. What? Wanna wears Dior and Gunna wears Gucci? Like that? Like. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I think somewhere down the line with rap, like I said, like, it just lost his, it just lost his meaning. And he just made that up. He yeah. made that shit up. He just, like, but he, he just did say, shit. he did say that, um, he did say that. Family and friends called him Wanna. Like that, that was like his nickname. I get that. And it was just like, all right, well, lean into that more, nigga. Just, yeah, just, just say, say that. Like, yeah, people just, called you that. Like, I just, my yeah, homies I, calling me that. Yeah. Um, that that was weird. But um, I'm pretty sure Chris Brown's um bros call him Briss. Oh, uh Breezy. Yeah, nah, they call him Briss. Briss? Briss Brown. Oh, Briss Brown. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you're right, you're right. Briss Brown. <laughs> um for this for for the Gunner album. Any of your favorites? What are your highlights? Um, I can give you some of my highlights. Uh, listening to it, um, uh, Argentina was some shit that I really fucked with. Same. A lot. Like I like um, Argentina. Great it started, opener. And it kicks off the album. Yeah, great opener. So Argentina was one of my favorites. Um, Skybox, that was the first song off the album. Mm-hmm. Like So like because I guess I heard that one so much, like I was like, all right, that, that one obviously... Um, does it for me on um, blindfold because I love him and little baby link up. Um, dollars on my head because obviously my man Mike well made it. Fuck Solid. That one. Um, and nasty girl on camera. <laughs> I just thought that I just I don't know. I just, I just like it's just it's just a it's a fucking vibe. I, yeah, I, I get it. I get it. Um, and um, let me see. Um, yeah, that's it. That that those are like my standouts. Okay. Um so yeah, so for me, I liked Argentina. Argentina is fucking it, great great opener. Mm-hmm. Um Rockstar Bikers and Chains would sound fire live. I wonder what I wonder if he's ever performed that or if that footage is out there. I would love There's to see a, it. There was a missed opportunity there for that song. You think so? Yeah, man. Why don't you call Jim Jones and Joel Santana? Yeah, that's true. That's true. There's a lot of opportunities on this album in general that, like, when I hear shit, like, Dollars on My Head sound like could have had Gucci on it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, uh, what you call it? What was another one? There's another joint that I thought should have had Uzi on it. But there's a lot of tra- tracks on this album where I'm just like, damn, this would have sounded good with this person or that person. Um, uh, Top Floor was good, and I'm typically not the biggest fan of uh, Travis Scott features, but Top Floor was really good. Um Wanna title track always important. It was solid in this case. Um, MOTW 
money money on the way yeah million, multi- dollar, million dollars on the watch yeah it, it was either or for the interpolation of it mm-hmm. um that kind of showed me that he was very focused on how he's putting this album together sequence wise yeah because the album just from here and that's only three tracks in but they just bleed into each other mm-hmm. they just keep going and yeah. it keeps the mood up yeah like it's, in the, it's yeah, dope in the documentary like uh they were in jamaica Oh, so when they made that? Yeah, he finished okay. the album. He and he finished mm-hmm. the album, and like he just was talking about how he actually wants the album. Like he doesn't want you to like hit the hit skip. Mm-hmm. Like, he wants you to like play the album through seamlessly. Like it's just one big ass fucking mix. That That's that would actually wanted. yeah. I I always think about that too. Like if I was an artist, like don't shuffle my shit. Don't yeah. shuffle my shit. Even when I make playlists, I don't be wanting people to shuffle. So I can only imagine. Yeah, like he. Uh, that like shit is all very, intentional. It, it was very intentional what he did. Um, I just listening to this project, I, it just gave me like a lot of like a. All right, every everyone, as you guys know, I've lived in Atlanta for a little while, so it was, it was interesting because, I realized that as 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 pop culture has become more prominent, right, a lot of stuff has come to Atlanta. A lot of influences like changed Atlanta. So, with that being said, like. Hearing like um, Atlanta artists like rap about the things they rap about or things that like they care about mm-hmm. is so it's so funny because I'm so far removed because when I lived in Atlanta, most you had like a fresh white shirt and a brand new sneakers or whatever like that, and you were doing those things like you was fine. But like now, like it's elevated mm-hmm. to like where like Atlanta artists are like going to like Neiman Marcus, they're going to Saks Fifth Avenue, like that's why like Lennox Mall in Atlanta is such a big deal. Unfortunately, that's where like a lot of violence was brought as well. So dudes will be going there to get like new outfits, but then they'll see a nigga that they got beef with and they start shooting at each other mm. on site. So thank God that Fitz Plaza is an experience under that, even though it's like right across the street from London School. Mm. But, you know, I realized that like um every generation like improves. So like, you know, like they just started educating themselves more and more and more on what was on what was like uh, you know, something that they want to wear and get more drip. So mm-hmm. when I listened to this project, it just gave me like that interpretation because like you got like your 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 hood Atlanta dudes with it's like obviously they want to get fly and dressed, but like you know not like the top tier labels of like brands and shit like that. Where you got somebody like Gunner, like he really wants to like really like put on yeah like a dress because usually like fat chubby niggas in Atlanta like they're not worried about those labels one because they can't fit it they don't mm-hmm. make clothes that size, mm-hmm. but like I guess Gunner he can find his size in some of these brands and like he's throwing it on he's putting that shit on. And he's doing it and he's taking risks. Like he's like he's actually like taking risk. Like and not like Andre three thousand risk, but like, you know, like he's wearing shit that's like couture that's on like the runway and everything. Like people making fun of him, but mm-hmm. he's like, Man, you don't fucking know. It's a ten thousand dollar these are yeah. ten thousand dollar shorts. Shit he, like he, that. He um he actually he lost a lot of weight now. Um and he raps about it on the new album about like not not having lean in his system no more. Mm-hmm. You know, he was away for ten months. So he had to get himself right. You know, not even on purpose. He just mm-hmm. couldn't fuck with or keep up the terrible lifestyle of like eating or dieting or whatever right. that he was that he was doing out. You know, right. when he was out here. R.I.P. the uh, little pokey. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. It, like they they say he dropped dead on stage. Um, like the other day, right? Yeah, he's forty five years old. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Young man. Yeah. This shit is this shit is nuts. Um, I think uh, when let me see. Cooler than a bitch. Oh, cooler than a bitch features Roddy Rich. 
I actually really like how Roddy Rich, uh, his flow on this. Yes. Track. Yeah. I actually kind of wish he would flow like that more. I wish that too. It, but it also had me thinking about Roddy too, in a sense where like 2020, he was on top of the fucking world. Um, you know, mm-hmm. professionally at least. And I don't know what's next for him. I don't know if people really care anymore. What do you think it is? I know when his, uh, when his, uh, what was it that that came out that you was like raving about? His last project. Yeah, right. and you said you was like, "Yo, this shit." He redeemed himself or whatever. He did, but I just think that it was a good album. But he'll never be able to replicate the box. Mm-hmm. And it's just you know sometimes when you have like a, a hit like that out the gate, if you don't follow up with something that like really really catches people, it's over. And unfortunately, the box was a monster in its own, bro. Like, yeah, his like the the box literally looked like a fucking Nike commercial. Yeah, and even just that whole fucking album, that album was yeah. really really good. Um, and okay, what I wanted to ask you too. So we did mention that Wheezy, not fucking with him no more. Right. Um, why do you think? So do you? Is that directly tied to um? To the thugger thing and, and the snitch perception. Oh yeah, like there's there's actually like a, a a conversation that got leaked. Somebody had a conversation with with him with Weezy, and like they was just like, "Yo, like you still fucking with Gunna?" And he was like, "Nah, I stand on business." That's why I think like this whole rollout that uh, Thugger is doing with a hashtag is business business stand is business. on business. Like, yeah, and like because like in down south, like I, I stand on business. I stand on business. Mm-hmm. I stand on business, y'all. Like that's like a like that's like a, a term that's like you know something that's like said. So I think like they just like yo like you got stand on business like we down here doing some illegal shit you don't fucking tell. Mm. So I think that you know like and like Weezy's on that side of it versus where like Turbo's like I'm a fucking music producer I don't give a fuck about this shit yeah like, I'm trying to make music yeah. That's where that I think that's where it is for a lot of the for a lot of other people because um, I don't think Mike Will wouldn't would not work with him. Um, I don't know about that. You don't think so? You think so? I don't think Mike Will give him anything. I don't know, man. I Mike think, Will Mike Will produced a whole Miley album. He produced well, he was sleeping with Miley. Oh, I, I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> him and Miley have a, a deeper relationship, and I think Miley gets a pass because she's a white woman. Wow. I think I don't I think that's why like Miley gets that 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 pass. But yeah, I think um I don't think you wanna know who I think might work with him because he's always like held himself as neutral? Zaytoven might. Okay, like Zaytoven is, but like, that would be a big deal because Zaytoven's a, a Atlanta legend. Nah, he is, but I'm just saying, like, I think, and not saying that Zaytoven don't care about session, but like, he's not, he's he doesn't, he he's never like he's he's a church dude, mm. like you know what I'm saying, like he, he grew up in church, all of that shit, like he just don't, he don't get involved in street shit. So Zaytoven might look at it like, all right, I'm an artist, like I'm just gonna do it like that, but like that he and he and and he's respected, where like people don't. Give him a hard time with mm-hmm. him like that. I don't see, but I don't see Metro fucking with him. Wheezy, like, you know, like there's certain producers I know you just not gonna hear it. Um, I am curious though, right? Like we see this rollout that's happening for Young Thug. I am curious to see like what, what this this like. Are we getting an announcement? Because it, like it's a countdown, so like I think mm-hmm. now we're like we have two like, days. Two, two days left. Are we going to get the project in two days, or are we going to get the the, the release date for the project? Because he basically, when Gunner's album dropped, everyone started putting this up. Like, mm-hmm. uh, who put the scan code in that social media? I wrote it down. Metro. So let's see: Chance the Rapper, Twenty One Savage, Metro Boomin, Little Dirk, Weezy, Eight Hundred Eight Mafia, Ti, Cola Ray, um, 
But then Gunner also put it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the hashtag is business business is business. Mm-hmm. Um I'm curious. I have I'm curious about one thing and one thing only. Was this recorded before he went away or is he was he able to record in jail? And if he's recording in jail, is he recording over the phone? Or have do they have did they make a fucking studio for him? Um I think it's probably a mix of both. So like if he recorded it before, there's probably a lot of shit that's not gonna that's just not gonna make it because of you know it's a sensitive uh case mm-hmm. right so he's probably gonna be saying some shit that can be used against him so i do think majority of it is probably while he was away because really? he has yeah because he has he has um i think he does have access shit he'd be tweeting and shit so he gets he gets access in some capacity i remember when um i remember when my when my brother was away briefly and um he could like text he was texting. Oh, yeah. I, know, I know dudes have yeah. phones in jail, mm-hmm. but you think this nigga got a studio in jail? <laughs> yeah, bro. I wouldn't doubt it. I wow. wouldn't doubt it. But yeah, man, um, I wouldn't doubt it. These these uh these people, these superstars that get locked up, they get different types of treatment. Um, especially when they doing long bids. Um Yeah, man. I, I wouldn't crazy doubt that he got recording the like be like I mean, you know, hey, crazy things have happened. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm, I don't even know why I'm being this fucking, this shocked by it. Yeah, man. Um, Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. But we just got to wait and see. But to answer your question, though, I think um, we'll probably get like a track list and a date on that day. A track list. And all these artists that are putting it up presumably are featured. Yeah. Chance, you know, Chance Rap couldn't wait to put that shit up. Oh, man. He can't wait to just catch one again. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Bad. I don't know where it's at for him. I don't know if niggas is willing to give Chance another another chance. Yeah, probably not. I don't know. Um, let me see. Uh, anything else that I want to ask you? Um, Killer Mike album. Did you listen to that? Yeah, I did actually. Um, because I saw you talking about it, and then also I was just gonna listen to it anyway because he got some good features on it. I like Killer Mike as a rapper. Um, sometimes though. I don't like him too much. I don't know. I know. I know you don't like Run the Jewels, Killer Mike. Yeah, nah. I don't like him too much. I like listening to like I listened to him on um on JBP. I listened to his interview. Yeah. He kind of sucked the fun out of that, um, out of that podcast. Even though I like listening to him talk. Yeah, I didn't get that. I didn't get that he was sucking the fun out of it. I just think that like he he takes he command. He's already a big a dude. Very, yeah. So he commands mad respect, and he mm-hmm. takes mad shit seriously. Mm-hmm. But Killer Mike is actually like a very no. You know what it is? He's used to being the funniest nigga in the room. Mm-hmm. So I think that like pretty much he makes everything like laugh at my jokes, don't laugh at me, mm-hmm. and everybody. Cause I, I I know what you're saying, but I think I, I understand. I be want to have that effect on people like yo, don't don't laugh at me. I will knock you the fuck out. But laugh at this joke I just told you. That's Killer Mike. That's that's Killer Mike yeah. for sure. But no, the album is very well put together. He got all the features are super intentional. We got mm-hmm. a brand new Andre verse. We got fucking Dave Chappelle on narration. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. I was impressed by it. Uh, went, I'll tell. I'll say that he went out his way to make this project. He he went out his way to make that project something like special because like with run the jewels i think even though to me like you know how i feel about run the jewels but to me like uh it's it's for some reason it seems like it's more for a white audience Mm -hmm. and i think that he knew he had to make like a a a album more in light of like what he did with rap music that project 
And, like, he just made sure. Like, he was very intentional. Like, he took his money mm-hmm. and, like, invested into it and, like, got, like, the features that he wanted. And, like, it's just, it's completely different from what we get on Run the Jewels. And I was just like, shit. I got so used to Run the Jewels killer Mike yeah. that I'm like, oh, this is, this is Frederick Douglass High School killer Mike right here. Like, it is very different. I'll give you that. Like, it's, um, and I love the energy that he's on right now where uh, I think when he was being interviewed by Joe, Joe said something about in reference to another album that came out that day. And he was like, he was like, yeah, 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 word, but it's not better than mine. Gunner, he's talking about Gunner. Okay, yeah, yeah. it was Gunner. Yeah. Um, he was like, yeah, but it's not better than mine. And I was like, I like that. I like yeah. that. It's just good energy. He was like, mm-hmm. yeah, he was like, if that, if that album is phenomenal, what is my album? Mm-hmm. Like, he was basically just saying that. And I was like, I feel him. Mm-hmm. He was like, that ain't the nigga. Because they also was asking him, what's the thought? I, they, they did, right? They were asking him, like, what's the temperature in Atlanta with all of that stuff going mm-hmm. on? Mm-hmm. And you know, I just think that like him being like a, a elder statesman, like he like certain shit like just don't like that. Like you it's know, just over his head sometimes. Yeah, like he just you know he don't. Yeah, like, he's just like whatever. Like yeah. he's not in the street shit like that. He knows about it because he's mm-hmm. an elder statesman, but he don't really divulge too much. Yeah, I just wanted to ask you that one. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm a I'm a I'm a revisit that. But then also I like that he did uh, that he asked him about Gunna, and then also, um. Getting back to this one, yeah. right? Like uh, back to the back to the Gunner one. Uh, you got a really good verse from Lil Baby on here with yeah. Blindfold. Yeah, um, Baby has this this way of like when he's featured on a song, it just sounds like a Lil Baby song. He kind of brings that to it, I, and I wonder like it's he's such a a unique person to me because mm-hmm. like he ain't been rapping for ten years yet, Mm-mm. but like um, he's such an artist. And for me, like I like that's something that's like very, very like unique to me. Like I, I could be wrong, but like I want to see like other cases where that where that happens because it's just like all right, yeah, like LL Cool J when he first started rapping in 1985, he was 16, so he wasn't rapping for that long, or like Nas, right? But it's like I don't look at like either one of them like I don't I don't like like I look they were like looked at as like prodigies or whatever like that mm-hmm. like. Uh, like things like improve, but it's just very, very weird to me because like with little baby, I don't ever think he cared about music until P came and got him out the hood. Yeah, yeah. But the, I always listen to little baby and I be like, damn, like we really heard that nigga for the first time on. Well, I heard him for yes, the indeed. first time on Yes Indeed. Yeah. And his verse was terrible. Mm-hmm. And then just to see where he's at now, where he's like actually rapping, is crazy. I, I think and it's that's, not that many years apart. Yeah, I think that's I think that's just like a because I think that he's always been a confident cocky mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. So I think in, in in rap, I feel like rap is ninety percent confidence. Yeah, and that's yeah, true. You yeah. just gotta believe what you're saying. Yeah, <laughs> it's ninety percent confidence. So and I think like little baby, he's very like confident. He's always kind of like been like the most popular person mm-hmm. in like his circle. So it was very easy for him to just talk his shit. Agreed. Very true. Um. Another song that I really liked on here, you named already Nasty Girl slash On Camera, mm-hmm. was amazing because I love when the track switches up in the middle of the album. I mean, in the middle of the song. Mm-hmm. Um, that one is amazing. Um, so I just wanted to name that one before I actually get into songs that you don't fuck with. What song did you not like on here? Um, Wanna, for sure. Okay. The, oh. title, the title track I did not like. Okay. Um one I did not like. Um, let's see what else. Uh, that that one. Uh, no gimmicks. Hmm. I didn't really. I didn't really care for that one. Actually, yeah, no gimmicks. You're right. The the flow is a little weird. 
Um, what else? Don't play around. I didn't even write anything for that. Um, do better. Baluma. Do better with some bullshit, Rich. Like, nah, because it's just like, nah, like, Gunna has a habit to make shit sound like it's very, like, like heavy and, like, it's some bullshit going on. Like, all right, cool. You talking to one of Taz's angels and you telling her to do better because mm-hmm. she's saying, like, she's not on her game. Well, no, let me take that back. She's not, like, one of those model chicks and, like, she he's just like, yo, just do better. And it's like, yo, Gunna, who the fuck are you to tell somebody to do do better? Fuck you. Do like, better. Like, that shit just move on, bro. Like... You know, like basically, he's like, "Oh, like you out here, like fucking these niggas for free, like you got to do better, baby girl." Mm-hmm. Like, yo, gonna fuck you, bro. She not keeping it peace. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> I just like this. <laughs> that shit, bait. I'm sorry. And oh, and Met Gala. Ah, uh, okay. Met Gala, I wasn't crazy about either. I give you that. Yeah. Um, but I do like. I like do better. I like don't play around. Rather. The the do better for the melodies. Melodies are amazing on that song. Um, don't play around for the mellowed out vibe. Uh, what else did I not? What did I not like though? I think it was was it Feenan? Uh Oh yeah. Well, I just wrote that Thug would have took this another level on, on Feenan. Definitely. Uh, Feenan would have sounded great. Um, the production was great on Feenan, but I just. I couldn't not hear Thug on it, and I was disappointed that I didn't hear Thug on it. Um, Addie's is cool, but yeah, well, that 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 uh, chorus. Like the, you oh, I was about to say the feature. Yeah, it's like his childhood friend. Yeah, oh, Nietzsche. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nah, but um, but the chorus was just eh. But I didn't. I, to be honest, even on the um, even on the deluxe, there wasn't much on this album that I didn't like. Yeah, it's like like I said, with Gunner, like he's just a vibey dude. And mm-hmm. you know, it's hard to like say like, all right, like I don't like this. It's just that you wanna know what it is for me, like I'm big on subject matter. Yeah, yeah. So I know. when it's not like sometimes like and I might I might need to change that. I might need to change that. Like mm-hmm. I think I don't think I allow myself just to vibe out and relax the shit. Mm-hmm. And I think again, right, like I'm I'm gonna cause I, I mentioned this in another episode where it's like I think I, I identify hip hop too much with my personality and certain things I just can't separate. So like if I listen to like let's say uh reggae, mm-hmm. I just relax. I don't even fucking listen to the lyrics. Mm-hmm. I just let the vibes just take me wherever the fuck I wanna go. Mm-hmm. If I listen to hip hop, I'm like, you gotta say something and you gotta mean what it's saying. Yeah, like, nah. Yeah. I'm very serious with it. I listen so there's certain artists once I figure out what they about. And I've, I've talked about this before, too. Once I figured out what they're about, I can kind of categorize them in my head. And some artists don't even like to hear them, hear their shit interpreted that way. And I get it. They don't like to be boxed in. Um, but for me, that's just how I categorize shit. So I know if I'm doing certain things, I can listen to Gunna and I can just mm-hmm. mellow out. If I'm listening to the fucking Larry June, I'm riding my bike or I'm running or doing something. Um if I'm listening, like it's just different people. Or if I listen to Twenty One, it's to it's like an escape route for me because he's doing something that I would never fucking do. He's just he's talking about murder and he's talking like it's very colorful shit. Like it's you know it's imaginative for me, so it takes me to another place. Um, so like when I think about it like that, I fuck with Gunna and I and I fuck with these new artists that that are creative like they mm-hmm. they have to be creative you're not just saying shit just to say it and i gotta like see it you know i got a picture of what you're telling me type thing that's what that's what i fuck with um 
But I think we're ready for for ratings. Yeah. What do you what do you what do you have? I give this album a three and a half um, waffles out of five. Okay. Um, like I said, it's a middle of the road project. Like I I don't think that you know um, I don't I, I definitely don't think that this is like his best project. Mm-hmm. I say that much. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I just think like. Um, it was it was a good project. It came out twenty twenty. You know, it, it did its thing. But I just think that he and, and it's funny because like we in the middle of us getting ready to do this episode, the new project came out. Mm-hmm. So then that made me even more like it made me even more hard of a judge because it gave me some some subject matter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I actually because he had more to unpack. Yeah, he had more to unpack. Like I. I love when a motherfucker got something to unpack, get mm-hmm. on their chest, some political shit, man. Mm-hmm. I really do. I'm sorry. I'm a sucker for it. So, uh, off that, I'm going to do... You said three and a half? Yeah, three and yeah, a half. Yeah, I five, think five. I, I agree with that, actually. I agree with a three and a half out of five for, uh, for Gunna's one album. I think um, this definitely showed his uh, mm-hmm. his part of him as an artist that, uh, that I do like. I like that flashy shit. I like when people just talk they shit. But there's not much depth to this, right? Um, mm-hmm. And it's not that I look to him for depth, but knowing, like you just said, what we got for the, from the new album, um, the new album just felt good. There's a there's a part to this new album that I really like where mm-hmm. he's just in this bag of like him against the world, him just like kind of having to prove himself and, and being intentional about it, but also still being on that fly flashy shit. So it added another layer to Gunner that I don't think we got before. And I want to see him lean more into that. Um, this album is still enjoyable, though. Yeah. I would say if you're a Gunner fan, you should definitely visit it. Um, Drip, uh, what was the other one? Um, was it DS2? Wait, Not what, DS2. Drip, what, Drip Season Forever? Yeah, Drip Season Forever is fire. Yeah. Um, I think if I sit with this new album more, it's probably going to move up the rankings for uh, my favorite Gunner release. But I do recommend you guys listening to this. If you're a new Gunner fan, listen to this. Let us know what you think. Like, subscribe, comment. I'm First Class Reg. And I'm Tori and V. We're out of here. Catch you next time. Give me your fucking money! <laughs> dun dun.